Welcome back, everybody. Super Bowl 51 was just yesterday, and what can be said about that public beating that hasn't been said about Roseanne Barr's naked body? My God, what a bloodbath. Welcome to a new episode of Strawberry Cough. Well, it has been quite a weekend. First, we had a new WandaVision, and Quicksilver showed up. I don't want to beat anybody over the head with my comic book nerddom, but it was awesome. Can't wait, and we're down to, I think, the last three episodes, so giddy up. Um, And then, of course, the Super Bowl, which was... Look, don't root against Tom Brady, right? It just doesn't make sense to. I've done it time and time again, and I told myself like four or five years ago, I'm going to stop. I hope that we get to see the Chiefs play the Buccaneers again when Patrick Mahomes is healthy, because that was probably the most unfortunate part. You could tell that he wasn't 100% and would have been a different game, I think, if he was able to do what he does all the time. Um, Yeah, and I won a few bucks on DraftKings. What's up? Um, I played this Rocket Squares mortgage thing and that, yeah, my wife and I, we were trying to get people to play with us, but here's the problem. First of all, anything that wants you to invite a friend so that you can get an additional whatever, they should never like create an automatic message to send to someone that you know, because that's never going to sound like you. And no one really ever responds to it because they're like, hmm, they've been hacked. So I tried sending some invites with my own language so that a couple of my friends would jump in. I could get a couple more squares because they were given like $50,000 to somebody every time the the score changed. And only one of my friends responded to me. I eventually sent my next friend or my second friend uh, a text and I was like hey are you alive and he comes back laughing because he was like man I got those texts from you but I thought that you would have been hacked or something now first of all he didn't reach out if if I had been hacked he was just gonna like let that go and move on with his life and then secondly one of them first of all it was written in my language like the uh, rocket square mortgage game like I started it with yo no no thing sent from a company ever starts with yo. And then secondly, um, Movies Anywhere, for anybody who has it, just started this new service or this new thing where you can, you know how like uh, watching movies with your family and friends remotely has, I don't know if it's popular, but it's something that almost every service is doing. Disney Plus, Netflix, everybody, if you know people who are on the service, you can watch a movie with them even though you're not together um i'm not sure if you're able to communicate or if everybody's just watching the same movie at the same time but now movies anywhere has done this thing where i have like 70 movies in my um library and a good majority of them i can send out a code three times a month to anybody that i want 
and they can just watch a movie that I've purchased and that's in my library. I don't know how long they have to watch it. I believe I sent him the Raid Redemption. If you haven't seen it, love yourself. And I thought that was pretty cool. Like, there's no movie that I really want to watch, but I know plenty of people who would probably love to see some of the weird movies that I have purchased. I'm quite proud of my uh, movie collection. I will give you an example. And if there's anything, because there are a few um, listeners that uh, I have gotten to know and that I fuck with, and if there is something that you would like to see, you let me know about one of these, and we'll hook it up. I think all I need is a way to contact you, and a lot of people uh, get at me on Instagram. So, I've got uh, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. These are all the movies that are eligible um, I didn't buy Batman Begins. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying I didn't want to own it, but I needed to own The Dark Knight. And I've seen The Dark Knight Rises like only three or four times, which seems like a lot, but I've seen The Dark Knight I don't know how many times. So I was like, I need the third one. I think I'm good on the first. I remember it. I got it. Uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose. What's up? I think that one was free from Verizon. A movie called Upgrade. I do not remember buying this, nor do I rem- remember watching it. The Big Lebowski. Gia. Uh, Batman Under the Red Hood. Love it. The movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Always one of my favorite movies. It just makes me laugh ridiculously hard. Uh, the Death and Return of Superman. It's animated. It was all right. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, the Ultimate Edition, Justice League. Yes, I have a lot of the DCEU movies. Do I love them? You know, a lot of them grow on me because next is Man of Steel, and I do love that movie. Meet the Parents. I don't remember when I bought it. I have all of the Purge movies, the first Purge, the Purge, the Purge Anarchy, the Purge Election Year. I will say a good 30 of these were purchased since the quarantine began. Uh, Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, I bought the bundle. Black Dynamite. If you haven't seen that movie, shame on you. Find a way. And yes, I'd be glad to give my code to somebody who hasn't seen Black Dynamite. Bridesmaids, unrated. It, Chapter 1 and 2. Joker. Now, I think that I've spent time bashing this movie in the past, so I just want to take a second. It stinks. Ted and Ted 2, because I love Seth MacFarlane. Grandma's Boy, unrated, what's up? Every Fast and the Furious movie, you heard me. War for the Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I love that trilogy too. Happy Feet, I believe that was given to me. Uh, The Martian, I still haven't seen that movie and I have owned it for like three or four years now. Uh, Jason Bourne, the last one. Don't ask me why I don't own the other ones, too. And I still haven't seen Jason Bourne. The Lego Movie, the first one. It was awesome. Ice Age, I honestly don't know why that's in my collection. Kung Fu Panda, same thing as Ice Age. The Raid Redemption. Prometheus, I love it. As a non-religious person, that's kind of how I want to envision how we got here. And uh, then the first Hangover Movie. Let me know, because that collection is off the chain. Alright, so we were watching um, Night Stalker on Netflix, and while that was an interesting show, it's about uh, a serial killer from like, I think he was mainly operating in the 80s. Um, 
and he just tore L.A. a new one. He was crazy. But when it got to the last episode, they start telling me, like, all about the background of the dude who did it. And I'm not going to spoil anything because it is worth watching. But it was ridiculous because I'm like, I don't give a fuck about his childhood and where he grew up. Don't try to make me sympathize for this dude. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I hate serial killers like that. Sure, people don't deserve to die. I, I agree with that. But I actually am very fascinated. Always have been by serial killers. But that fascination doesn't come from a, a place of respect or adulation or something. Like, I don't, I don't want to sympathize for a killer. If I did, I would probably be a killer. But as they're trying to get me to see the problems with his life, I belt out something like, if you don't just fucking get on with the conviction and shit, I don't give a fuck about this dude's childhood. My wife is like, well... You know, his childhood has this kind of a... And she's very much of the psychological intrigue, I guess. That's what her degree is in psychology. But she is very interested in that and feels like his upbringing played a big part in who he was. And I said that to get to the point, which is she feels like that's his parents' fault. Maybe not 100%, but I think that she feels like the parents are way more in the wrong than he, the child that they raised, is. I do understand that, but I feel totally opposite. Like, I don't think that your parents are on the hook for almost anything you do. Now, if I were to raise an imaginary daughter and I abused her physically, uh, verbally, psychologically, and then she ends up walking outside one day and knocking the ice cream cone out of some big kid's hands and then shoving him in front of a bus. Okay, I probably played a part in that because I've raised her in Vietnam from like the Vietnam War. I mean, you definitely have to raise a child with love, care, give them the lessons because another thing is there's this whole, okay, well, you're supposed to teach your kid right from wrong. And let's assume that I do like, I don't know how many, and I'm sure that there are some examples people can give. We all know a horrible person somewhere, but I'd like to think most people raise their children and tell them, Hey, so stealing is wrong. It's not only against the law, but even if you just stole from a person who's not, like, going to call the police, they might beat the shit out of you because nobody likes to be stolen from. A thief is a bad thing to be called, and it's just as bad a thing to be. I know that there are probably some parents who teach their kids to steal, but I think that for everybody else, they told their kid and showed their kid, you don't do that. So then if your kids steal something, what do you say? Like, okay, when I was in middle school, I'm not proud of it, but I stole a box of chocolate milk. Wasn't because I couldn't afford one. I stole a box of chocolate milk because I was trying to, I guess, impress. I hate to use that word. I wanted to make my, and I'm doing finger quotes, friends that were at my uh, lunch table laugh. 
and somebody dared me to go steal a thing of chocolate milk. I forget why, because it was like the sixth grade, but I did it. I got caught. I got a referral that I had to bring home and have my mom sign. And she just couldn't understand for the life of her why I would do that. She was like, you know better than that. Why would you ever steal? And I was like, well, you know, I, I one, I didn't think I was going to get caught. And two, you know, I was trying to impress these dudes. Now, my mother never raised me to be a follower. So I think that it was almost more disappointing to her to hear that I was trying to impress some other kids because I had just moved there. I was new. We had moved from a different part of Virginia and had to start all over from scratch. That doesn't defend my actions because I was still wrong and I would never want my son to do the same thing. I will try to teach him not to be a follower because they disgust me. But I think that that really hurt her and I have never, certainly not in the same way, gone out and sought somebody else's approval going against what I know. I don't know if I needed that lesson to know that, but I certainly needed that lesson to understand what can happen if you're a follower. That's like a mild example. I'm sure there are horrible examples. Like some people probably rape somebody to make their friends happy and kill and whatever else. I don't need that. But my mother always felt like whatever I did was a reflection on her. And she told me that. And I, as a child, I would tell her, I was like, I don't think so. Because I have never felt like, I feel like I would probably still have most of my traits, even if I wasn't her son. Now, there is some stuff that is just unexplainably her or my father. And my father and I never discussed some things, but I would later find out after he passed that I behave like him in certain situations. So... I got some stuff from him. I got some stuff from her. But in a lot of ways, I am nothing like either one of them. And I, I don't think that any bad decision that I've made should be put on my mom. Whatever I have said about my mother that might seem negative, I think the world of my mother. And I would never want her to feel an ounce of anything about a mistake that I've made. Because that's my stuff. And if I was some violent criminal... I don't like I can't imagine putting that on somebody else. Like if their kid was the murderer for some school shooting. And before I, I dive into that example, I put out a, uh, a quiz on Instagram asking people if they felt like any violent thing that a child does should be like the responsibility should be shared with the parent or is on the parent, I believe is how I put it. And it was, it was close, but there was a slight edge to the people saying, oh no, that's the parent's fault. And I do, I understand some of them didn't have kids and my kid's not old enough for me to truly speak from a place of knowledge on this. I just, if an imaginary woman, no, an imaginary couple, Let's, let's give this kid like a great life with a nuclear family and a single family house and all that jazz. So this family's son goes out and something horrible happens at his school. I hate to speak things into uh, existence, so I'm being vague. 
Now, whatever horrible that happened, there are a lot of people hurt, a lot of people mad about what that kid did. I gotta imagine that the parents probably feel not just as bad as the people who've lost somebody, but they're probably just as mad as everybody else to know that their child did something horrible that hurt many. Now, I don't know who, and this even goes for some of the bad parents I was talking about, like the ones that tell their kids it's okay to steal. Maybe they're dirt poor and they tell them, you know what, fuck it, we gotta feed ourselves first, we'll worry about being great examples for children tomorrow. But even those people probably don't want their children to be murderous psychopaths. Now, wanting somebody to be a psychopath and ignoring signs are two different things. But if you walk past your kid and it's just beating the corpse of a squirrel with a big rock that it's had for the day, like, are you just going to let it keep beating the squirrel or are you going to pull it aside and say... So that's weird, and I'm going to tell you why, and then we're going to look up some people you can talk to about why you felt the need to do that. You see, a lot of murderers start by hurting animals. That animal didn't do anything to you. Did it? Did it bite you? Do we need to go get you tested? But the thing is, yes, psychopaths hurt animals. I don't know why, which is why if I saw my child exhibiting any traits of a sociopath or someone who could be violent one day... That's not something I would just push to the back of my mind like, well, right after we get back from Disney World, we're going to have a chat about that. No, because not only do I want something horrible to happen where my kid never gets to live their life because they're either in prison or dead, but I also don't want them to do something horrible to other people. And then as a third, I don't want other people to turn to me and be like, hey, you're just as murderous as your fucking child. And that's kind of what it comes across as, like, something horrible happened. And then a bunch of people aren't even turning to the person who's holding the gun. They're looking past that person at the guy behind them who was, like, wearing a matching sweater like you. You know that guy with the gun, right? I do. I don't condone what just happened here. Yeah, whatever. You're wrong, and if I could, I'd take you to court too. Matter of fact, we might just sue that ass for everything you got. And sometimes that can happen. I can't imagine how mad I would be. Let's step away from murdering a bunch of innocent people. Let's say that my kid went to somebody else's house, got silly, and knocked their PlayStation 5 over and broke it. Now, as a PlayStation 5 owner, yeah, that's right, I said it again, I would, I just like to say, I believe I'm owed retribution if I'm in that situation. Like, damn, kid, that sucks for your parents because that thing was like 600. Can we go see your parents right now? Now you got to track down a parent. And nothing would make me more ashamed and then mad than if somebody showed up at the door and they were like, hey, are you such and such a son? And I would be like, I am. What's it to you? I don't like solicitors. And then they would explain what happened. And they would watch me go from ashamed to then doing the math. Like, you can always tell when I'm doing math in my head because my eyes start going up and I'm totally unfocused. So it would just be like, yeah, 
He uh, he was doing some cartwheels in my living room, and then his foot accidentally kicked the table. PlayStation fell, and that thing just shattered. And then he would see my eyes start to go up like, PlayStation? Uh, PlayStation 4? No, no, it was the uh, PlayStation 5. Hmm. And was it the digital edition? Uh, nah, bruh, it's the one that had the disk drive. Mm. Well, thank you for letting me know. I'll have to discuss this with my son. Um, can I write you a check? Oh, I'd love cash. Mm. ATM fees. But that man is owed. And that's why if I think about letting some kid into my house... I don't really want to be like, I want my son to tell his friends, I don't think my dad would like us to come over. Why? He really just doesn't like people breaking his things or touching his things. Like, I remember some parents used to say, oh, make yourself at home. Grab whatever you want out of the fridge. Don't you ever grab whatever you want out of my fridge. Because if I see you with something and I didn't give the okay, I'm not even going to drink it because germs, but I am going to throw it away like, nope, that's not yours. And I don't want it. But. Then I got to go track down some kid if he breaks my shit. What if his parents can't afford it? Now I got to try to, what, just suck that up? You work with it? See the point, though? While that is their fault, I don't even feel comfortable with putting that on them. But, you know, if it's about money, money's got to be paid and your child can't work. Now, could we set up some kind of butler or slavery thing? Perhaps. But at the end of the day... I just think that your children, to an extent, are people, and we can't be held responsible. That's like coming to my mother if I do something horrible now at damn near 40, and she's like, what are you talking about? I was done raising him like two decades ago, and she's right, but even if I was a child, she didn't raise me to be violent and spit in people's faces. I've done those things because that's who I am. And I decided that I would take it to that point. Had nothing to do with the lessons that Mammy gave me. And I did say Mammy because it always makes me laugh. I'm just stuck in the mentality of a five-year-old. I was uh, cleaning up some stuff and I found this old cleansing pill. I didn't take it. Um, they were huge. But there was a time that I used to have to take drug tests, but I still wanted to smoke weed. So like every other week, maybe every three weeks, I would do a week of these cleansing pills, which just caused me to have to shit something unimaginable and not in like the grossest way possible. It was more like I don't necessarily make a lot of noise while I'm handling what I do but this made it so that like you needed to leave you needed to leave the building because a shotgun was going off and more important than anything it was really a matter of how close were you to a toilet and it's a week long cleanse so I, I feel like if you had a day and you had to stay within six steps of a toilet seat, not that hard, especially if it's a Saturday or a Sunday. But when you're on the go, and I was like out all night performing 
when you're on the go, that can be rough. Now, I got fortunate. It didn't hit me like while I was riding on a train or heaven forbid the train like stopped and then I'm sitting there with the bubblies that are loud and everybody can hear. I've had a lot of sweaty mornings on the train where I'm like, this thing's got to go. It's got to go now. I'm about to start shitting. But I remember this one morning from that cleanse and I don't think that I've discussed it. Um, I woke up. It's like five something in the morning. And at the time I was teleworking and I'm like halfway in between the apartment I was leaving and the apartment that I lived in and it hits me and I'm in the middle of the street and there is nowhere to buy new pants. There is nowhere to go inside because nothing's open. I'm in like Flatbush. There's nowhere to go inside and ask if they have a bathroom that I might destroy. Um, So I just, I wish that somebody could go back in time and show me me at that moment. Because I'm just standing on a large sidewalk looking across a street. Now, the, the sign is you may cross. But I'm just standing there. I stood there for a good two, three minutes. And I'm just standing there trying to gain whatever magic powers will keep my butt cheeks like clasping each other tight. Because if for one moment I had let go of that focus, then it would have just rained all down my knees and socks and toes. So I'm just standing there shaking, trying to go through my mind. I'm like, okay, I know this neighborhood a little bit. And if... If something goes wrong, I'll need pants or something that can look like pants. Is there one of those cheap stores? Maybe I can buy a body towel and just wrap that around my legs. I'll have to throw off my jeans because my legs will be all shittied up and I'll I'll just need a a bathroom. And then I'm like, is there somewhere? I don't want to ever be arrested again, but I really don't want to be arrested for indecent exposure. And I'm sure that if the cops came upon me while squatted over, spilling hatred onto the streets, I don't know that they're just going to hit me with that. I'm sure that there's some kind of public defecation. Um, I feel like they would get a little wild with what they were doing. And I feel like if you saw me shitting like that, you should understand. Like, I don't look like somebody who's just shitting in the street. I'm not homeless. Something happened. This is an emergency. So anyway, I, I made it. I made it home that morning and I was so happy. I have seen people who didn't have the same good fortune. And I don't know. I still kind of want to take the cleanse. Maybe not that exact pill. Because I remember it hurt. Like even once stuff stopped coming out, like your body continued. Keep shitting. There's nothing. Keep shitting. It's it's like having a crazed. Hey, what do they call the person in the front of um crew who yells? Like a crazed one of those. I'm gonna call him a yeller because I don't care to Google anything about crew. And just like mush, mush. All right, we're on land. I said mush. God damn you. Keep rowing. Sitting here. I just wanted to talk to you real fast about cleansing and what your bowel movements say about your health. Now, 
we just heard about a cleanse, but how many of you have actually done it? There might be all kinds of compacted stuff backed up in your colon. And let's go through what some of your poop might be saying about and to you. Now maybe you have separate hard little lumps. We like to think about those like little rabbit turds, but it happens to people. That means you are very constipated. It's time to start getting some water up in you and maybe some chili or something that's going to slide right out you. Type 2, lumpy, sausage-like poop. Slightly constipated. If it seems like there are little hard lumps in your poop that could be like little rabbit lumps, but in a log, you're slightly constipated. A sausage shape with cracks on the surface, you are normal. If you have a smooth, soft sausage or a snake, you're pooping normal. Don't be frightened. Now, if you have soft blobs with clear-cut edges, you're lacking fiber. I don't know anything good that has fiber in it, but you gotta suck that one up. Maybe, like, stuff some fiber around a hot dog or something. Type 6. Consistency, but it's mushy with ragged edges, so it kind of looks like it's falling apart. Like, um, Thanos just snapped at it or something. You're inflamed. Nothing to, you know, go crazy about, but know that. And then lastly, liquid consistency with no solid edges. You're really just farting with a little bit of, uh, a little bit of spit in your top. You know what I'm saying? You're inflamed. People need to get on a good diet, I guess. And hey, if you're fine with your mushy poop or whatever it looks like and it's not normal, you keep doing that. Alright? You keep doing that. You keep doing drugs, having sex with prostitutes, smoking cigarettes, and drinking heavily. And I'll see you soon.